was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. Um, can you repeat the part of this stuff where you said all about, uh, things? I know guys on crack that makes more sense than you. Finally, some honesty. Well, howdy! Yeah, I didn't have your mic on yet because I was going to do an intro and everything, but you were so nice and cordial. What the? Oh, God damn it. I know I messed up the music yet again. Shall we start again? Okay, you have to be in the mic. Shall we start again? (laughs) Like you're talking to me. Yeah, that was really, I don't know. You're talking to me on the outside of it because I know I understand. It's hard to talk to somebody when you can't see them. But yes. think of it like we're on the phone. Just think of it like that. But oh, then okay. you could be like, no, we could voice chat. Wait, is that it? What is it? Where you can... Is it video call? I feel there's a specific that's, name for it. Yeah, that's video chat. Is it video chat? Yeah. Okay, so I was right. Hey, everybody. It's the Disorderly Show. As you can tell, Face for Radio here with you. As always, I have Sage with me to keep me within the guide rails. And I hope that y'all had a great holiday. Day. Sage, how was your Thanksgiving? It was good and exhausting at the same time. Oh, did someone give you something? Uh, Is a that lot the of exhausting part? Oh, 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 okay. Totally went the wrong direction there. Ah, so uh, I take it you were the one doing all the food as a prepping? Yes. Did you talk like the Swedish chef? I think at one point I might have. <laughs> Or you cuss like a Swedish chef? Is that what? Yeah, you- I think that that was that was more like it. What about you? How was yours? Uh I I did something interesting oh, yeah? this holiday. I was invited to a friend's giving. Oh. Because my family didn't want me around. Uh, I find that hard to believe. I know, but I <laughs> maybe I didn't want to see my family. <laughs> Wink. Either way, uh, yeah. <laughs> for the Friendsgiving, which I think I think this was the first one I went to. I, I haven't been to many because, obviously, it's supposed to be time when you're seeing family and all that. And so uh, it was just really cool to get invited. And I, I did mind my P's and Q's. I found out something about myself. Okay. I don't like cigars. <laughs> I do at the time. That's the weird thing. I do at the time, and my body doesn't have any qualms about it. It's the after. But it's the day after. My God, I felt so... I didn't feel like myself. I didn't feel like, hey, you know what? I'm trying to gonna... I'm trying to gonna get in. Yeah, that sound... I think that was a rap lyric. (laughs) Uh, Or never gonna get it, never gonna get... I don't know that song, obviously, because I quoted it. Um, No, uh, for a while... In between the shows, I've I've noticed myself being more and more just, hey, let's just greet the world and enjoy what we can. After I had that Seagooler, which by the way was great. It was it didn't it wasn't harsh. It was a good smooth draw. And the next day, I was just I no energy at all. Just kinda you I I don't wanna you I don't wanna do that. Um, I didn't want to say something and then go, because there are some people who actually suffer from it, 
and I don't want to make that comparison because mm, okay. I don't, I don't think I have, and so. But if I were, then I think that's what I would suffer from. See if you could figure out what I'm talking about. Not you, no. uh, not you. I'm <laughs> saying everybody else. See, hey, <laughs> in through the ad lib here. Um, the uh, so. I just felt terrible. I didn't want to do anything. It wasn't sick in the sense of like, I just didn't want to move or whatnot. It was just, I felt nothing, nothing excited me. How about that? I, okay, lethargic, I, basically? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so I was concerned about this show because usually I am very upbeat and happy and being like, you know what? I'm enjoying this, enjoying the time with you and getting to learn things, expanding my mind. And I... I thought, I can't, I'm not going to be able to do the show. But then the other side of me was going, no, no, because you're the type of person that if you start something and you stop, well, hey, you know, stop and relax. And the tortoise is way back there. You could take a nap. You can relax. And then all of a sudden you wake up to turtle butt and you're going, no, (laughs) I'm going to lose. So I didn't want to relax. I didn't want to. I didn't want to break the streak of this show, uh, but uh, and also I didn't. Uh, I don't know if you've been listening to the new installments of the Disorderly Shows TLDR TLDR News Roundup. Good God, I could say it right when I'm doing it. I have. You have? Yes. Oh, fantastic. Uh, they're uh, they're super quick news. Flips that uh, basically tone everything down. And well, not quick. About well, ten minutes of news instead of having to sit there for an hour yeah, to figure out what the hell's it, going on. Yeah, but it doesn't cover just one. It co- covers multiple things. Right. There. So it, right. they're they're pretty quick and they're pretty straight. Oh, to the oh, you mean you're mean you're meaning the stories themselves? Yeah, or just exactly. hey, here's the meat and the so potatoes. Like did you have meat and potatoes? I did. Okay, good. What meat did you have? We had ham and a smoked turkey. <laughs> oh. What about you? Uh, we just had the, we just, it was just turkey and there was actually, so the Friendsgiving I went to had more of, uh, more non-traditional dishes and I was sitting there going like, uh, cause I'm not a rabbit food eater. If there's, if a food has lots of green in it, I shy away from it. So I, I tended, I did just have the, uh, because they had like, okay, I don't know how to explain this. Uh, do you know what vegan potatoes are? Um, yes, that means that there's no dairy or butter in it. Yes. Okay, good. All right. Because I was like, isn't potatoes in and of itself vegan? So I was confused with that already. So when they're, when I was when I saw it, I was like, oh, sweet. Something I recognize. Something I, I can relate to. I know this. Put it on the plate. Along with, uh, I did have some stuffing, so that was the, and that was from the box. You could tell it was from, from the stovetop, and so that was good. Uh, the rolls weren't great, but anyway, when I go to take a bite of this potato, this mashed potato, I'm going, my mouth is literally doing what the fuck? What is this? This is this is creamy. No, this was I was like oh, mm. but of course being invited there, I didn't want. <laughs> Didn't want to be like, ah, I'm gonna throw this up. So, uh, since it was a friendsgiving, it was more of a everyone just kind of going around, and 
Uh, di- I, uh, different clicks. No, not different clicks. Well, we kind of had that too. We we had someone in our group that couldn't have dairy, so we couldn't put the the same thing. It was we did um, vegetable broth instead of um, the milk or the butter. For well, know, how did that taste? Um, not too bad actually. It wasn't as creamy as normal, but it was still enjoyable. And we uh, someone also made some. Um, Mushroom gravy because non-dairy, and so. Into the mic. Into and it. You're you're yeah. talking to the side of it. Hi. You have a mic you have to talk into. No, you're not. You're yeah, talking to the side. Just facing weirdly. <laughs> you are facing uh, weirdly. So, yeah. Anyways. Can you hear me now? What about now? Yeah, you're Anyone? talking better, yeah, because you were, I'm looking at the, the levels here, and I'm like, why is she... Why is it petering off? This should look like a steinograph. Is that what you call it for the earthquake stuff? The steinograph? I don't know what it's called, actually. Let me see if I can find out while you keep telling me about your... So, yeah. So, apparently... Okay, so then that was... So, then it's a common thing, then, to have not the typical stuff anymore. Um, I think it's always been common. Um, it, It wasn't... The, I mean, the traditional Thanksgiving that everybody thinks wasn't what originally started from the beginning anyways, which, I mean... You know what? How about we... A seismograph. That's what it's fucking seismograph. called. You're pretty close. I know it started with an S, which is... <laughs> I would have gotten the first letter right in Hangman. Uh, so, yeah. There was that. It was... Uh, so, it, it was... It was nice to be invited, and but... Could I have just chilled out by myself? Probably, but as I've learned on this show, I work better with people. I work better just being able to have that experience because unless, I guess, you grow up in nature, you really can't commune with it or feel it or da 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 Though I do like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm the typical uh, <laughs> single white female with its <laughs> the whole... I like hiking, and I like all these other things that are just... I like jogging where serial killers are and all that. Um, <laughs> but when I'm out hiking, and I'm in the forest, and I'm in nature itself, it, I feel a sense of like, ah, this feels nice. This is There's something different than this than just being in the downtown, I guess. Which, yeah, it's two different environments, so it makes sense. I'm trying to find the words. Maybe I'll try to find maybe I'll find the words later. Hell, I don't know. But I want to know so basically your Thanksgiving went well too. Yeah, pretty well. Awesome. I would say. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> did you learn anything about yourself like I did? Um Patience? <laughs> Better patience, I should say. Like with what? Um Well the kids helped cook. As you know, I have two kids, uh-huh. um, and, well, they have a tendency of not knowing what to do when it comes to cooking. And well, you, have you taught them? My part as a parent, exactly where I was going, is ah. to teach them that, and when they're doing something like you you wouldn't do, it's very hard not to jump in and be like, let me do it. So oh, that, oh, you had a hard time delegating. Exactly. And because it was such an important meal, this is one you really can't... Well, like, how soon did you start prepping? Uh, well, we got up at... I got up at 8, and the kids got up at 9. Wait, you're doing everything... You're doing all this the night before? 
Well, we did do a lot of the prep. Oh the shit! The not that doesn't make sense. No, you're doing all this the day of and not no. the night before is what I meant to of, say. <laughs> we did do a lot of prepping the night before. Okay. Uh, Funny thing is, I, we kept forgetting ingredients. I forgot to take out the main ingredients for one of the dishes I was making, which is saltanas, which has chicken. And so it was frozen, so I had to go to the store. And then, so we had about eight trips to the store Jesus. in the middle of the night. Thank goodness for 24-hour stores. <laughs> oh, so you really didn't just prepare. You just thought you had things? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, oh. well. <laughs> <laughs> and and is is that experience going to help change you for next year, or is it too far away now to even to contemplate? It's it's that? too far. It's like when you're done with Christmas decorations, you just put everything in a box and say it's teacher use problem. And the next year, when you take it out of the box, you're like, ah, oh, snap. Why did why is this all this tangled? Why <laughs> exactly. didn't he pass me fucking do this? Uh, you so know, put I it think, in right. Yeah, I think it'll be this way next. Oh, so it wasn't as jarring it wasn't as painful as an experience to recollect that when that when the celebration comes back up i think i will try to do better oh everybody uh, have, says that yeah exactly i think i will try keyword try uh but you never know how about how about you how was what did you take anything to the friend friendsgiving myself yourself <laughs> i was the entertainment <laughs> i was i held the room and the of my really, I just was. I guess you could say I was the facil facilitator because I didn't give a shit about if anybody wanted to talk to me or not. So I would just go up to people that weren't talking or didn't seem like because nowadays it's really difficult for adults to actually strike up conversations. If you're not working with somebody, it's hard to start that and get something. Out of, instead of just doing the whole, hey, what's your favorite movie? What's your favorite? Instead of that, I like asking more poignant questions, more questions that elicit more of a, a conversation. And something, so I do that. a small talks kind of guy. Oh, fuck no. No. I want to, I wanna, if I'm going to be spending time with you, I'm going to get something out of it. That's, I'm selfish about that. If we're going to be, if you're going to invade my time, but. My the invasion is I go up to you, yeah. So you're you're one of those uh. people that that don't, make it sound like, good. Make that, it sound good. You're one of the people that doesn't like small talk and actually follows through with it. Because there's a lot of people that say I don't like small talk, but when you actually get into the hey, do you like hiking? Let's you know what places do you go? Like people yeah, are like, further into it. Yeah. yeah, they they get put off by it. Like why are you asking me such personal questions? Because you said you didn't like small talk, and we're not doing small talk, but now you hate it. What I found, and so I would, so I would, just to help everybody else out that's going like, what else did you do? And I'm trying to be cognizant of finishing up my thoughts uh, before I was rudely interrupted. I apologize. No, you don't. Uh, is, but I love you. I do. As a friend. <laughs> no, you're the one who's willingly to do this show with me. So it's like, hey. There must be something right. Um, I would go up to people and I would just, it would it was showing that confidence of, people say it's confidence, it's more of not giving a shit. Just go up and hey, they're either going to be receptive to us talking or they're not going to be. They're just going to be too shy or they don't want to. No problem, I'll bounce to something else. 
go to somebody else. Just jump and because I knew so this was a Friendsgiving of, hey, I knew some people, but I didn't know everybody. So it was a good opportunity to just bounce off. And so because I was doing that, it helped get everybody comfortable around everybody else and not just be all I'm gonna stay over with the people I know because I would be just randomly because I do these things <laughs> like I do on the show, uh, where I'm just entertaining myself. So I would yell across, hey, that's Joe that likes Pokemon. And I would tie, you know how they would used to do back in the day of, uh, I am Granathor, son of tree hugger guy. And they would be like, oh, we know who that is. So I would be doing that in during the whole thing. I would just randomly call out if I recognized who they were and what I talked to them about. Hey, that's Shelly that likes hiking. So this way, it helped everybody else out. Because if you've noticed, the best way for things to get, for people to recall it is repetition. Just learning it repeatedly. Having it hit in your face all the damn time. And I don't say that as a as being just done with it. It's more of how it's being used now with the TikToks and the YouTube shorts and just all these little short things of just, hey, we're going to do this really quick thing so we can get you. And if it's a trend, hey, guess what? You're going to see this repeatedly, quickly, and so then everybody knows what you're talking about or doing. But then just as quickly as it shows up, it's gone. It's gone. So, because I was thinking about this the other day of when we try to recall great people in the past. I've been thinking a lot about just legacy i guess and and what what this is what all of this is supposed to be for and what what's the point basically um and i tried to recall those memorable humans the ones that are recallable are the ones we learned about repeatedly in school for example do you know the start of abraham lincoln's favorite speech um, not right now, but which is funny because I had to memorize it to recite to the class. It starts with four. Oh, yeah, four scores and seven years ago. Okay. Our forefathers broke four. <laughs> oh, now you're. <laughs> now it's. Uh, so, see? But hey, do you remember the beginning of George Washington's first speech as president? No, I don't. Neither do I because guess what? It wasn't taught to us a lot or shown to us a lot. That. That, Which yeah. you would think the first speech from the first president would be more of a, hmm, this would be something that would help us out as Americans. But nope. And that just struck me as a, wow, we, mo we, we can recall people from uh, old, we can recall a lot of war stuff. And that's mainly because we're Americans. But... It's it's what you're being taught and shown. And so I was just sitting there um, trying to help out everybody by calling those things out and helping out with if somebody didn't know or if they're like, oh, what was her name or what was his name? What was their thing? And you saw that there was a few people that would take the advantage of, hey, you're Shelly who likes hiking. What do you like to hike? And they would just back and forth. Da, 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 da. Um, that bridge, basically. Pretty much. Pretty much. But guess at the end of the night, no one was talking to me. Yeah. 
not because they didn't want to. It was just everybody else was talking with everybody else. And I was kind of like sitting back going the whole, uh, I don't watch anime, but I would imagine this is how the anime character would, would uh, what would happen is uh, everyone's having a great time. And then the, I guess, what is the protagonist? protagonist yeah, yeah. Would then see, the, okay, kind of look, being happy with the party and just, hey, this went off well. And wait a minute, where, where's face? Where, where, where's he at? And then you see the, you see me leaving outside of a door and they have to go across the room, excuse me, pardon me, pardon me, excuse me, to get to the door. And as I continue to walk, uh, they finally get to the door and they're like, hey, face, face, where are you going? And I do the whole, a, a better line than my, my job is done here. I must flee. No. Um, <laughs> I don't know what that was off of. I must fly. That's what it was. That's the that's the quote. But something like that, to where it was just you know, and which I didn't mind because I could tell you. So I learned enough about somebody to get them comfortable, and I reiterated it. And uh, you've know you know this about me. If I want to be loud and and have the spotlight on me, I have that ability. I have entertainment. No. <laughs> I'm glad you're sitting down. Uh, very shocking to hear. <laughs> what? What's that thump over there? Oh, you fainted. Oh, I get. I see. I fell out of my chair. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So it was a. Uh, that was. That's what it was. And then uh, the day after, the the remnants, or I guess the the second stage, or the reminder. That I'm not a fan of cigars, which is fine. I, 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 it's not something that I wanted to pick up. I don't see all these guys on YouTube podcasts smoking cigars, going, "Oh, I want to do that." I'm like, "Nah, it's it's fine. Don't I don't need it to emulate that." To you can take it or leave it. Well, now I'm not even going to take it because <laughs> I don't want to feel that shitty. For but I did I, I did spin it to a positive. Because I was very just, uh, was it layman? What'd you say? Started with uh, an L. Oh, lethargic. Yeah, lethargic. And I thought if I had to do a serious interview, or if I wanted to make sure I wasn't as hyper, or if I needed to do something without you, and I was let loose, as they say. You needed to turn it down? <laughs> I'd be like, okay, let me smoke a cigar two days prior feel shitty for the day and then the next day be all okay all right i'm mm, cool and they'll and they'll be sitting there going like dude we we brought you on here to be face radio you were you were not hyper at all what the fuck is going on be like oh well i just wanted to be cool about this and then they'll ask are you high i'm like no i don't do the high stuff and yeah of course, yeah, I don't think I'll ever get booked to do something like that. I don't even know if I'll get booked at all. Uh, but it's it was something I spun to where it's like, oh, hey, if I ever was in a position where I needed to tone it down, you know, I, I know what I, <laughs> I know how to prepare. Speaking of preparing, did you prepare to teach me something this week? I did. I figured since it was we had the Thanksgiving this week, we'd uh, touch a little bit on its history and uh, and the evolution of Thanksgiving. Wait. Okay. So it was pilgrims and Indians went. Hey, we love food. Wait, everybody knows that you know the 
So there was global warming then. <laughs> sure, I mean that's when it started, I guess. <laughs> I yeah, you're not yeah, you're I can tell when you're not recording in the mic. When I'm not recording in the mic. Yeah. Sorry. Are you <laughs> hard to read when I'm uh looking like this. Uh, uh maybe we need to shift it? I don't know how I would shift it. It's just hard to read that way. Let's see. All right, so how's that? Uh, I think it's much better. How can you hear me? How can I hear you? I can, can hear you just fine. Ears? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So, so far, that works well. So hopefully. Nice. Hey, everybody. It's the Disorderly Show. It's aptly named. Uh, yeah, on the fly fixing. Because I ain't going to redo this whole damn thing. This is what you get. I got things to do. People, or how did that go? I got people to do and things to see. Yeah. So Thanksgiving. <laughs> so, yeah, Thanksgiving. Um, <laughs> speaking of people to see, I mean. No, people to do. People to do. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> I'm going to stick with the original. <laughs> uh, original recipe? The original recipe. So. Surprisingly, yeah. they didn't have chicken at, no. at the first Thanksgiving. No, they didn't. It was most likely deer and um, seafood and wood vegetation that were around that they could grow a lot of their own crops for that uh, that year. Because they didn't. Turkey and mashed potatoes wasn't something that was part of the traditional Thanksgiving meal until much later. Huh. And so, yeah, it was... Um, you know, very, uh, I guess that first year was very chaotic and, I don't know, how else to describe it besides utter chaos because they had so much sickness, so much loss in that first oh, year. So, okay. Oh, this is the year prior to the Thanksgiving. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay, because I'm thinking like, so. okay, yeah, that makes sense. You don't know how many our people are going to be showing up. Who's going to show up with what dish? And are you going to have multiple of the same dishes? Yeah, I can see that. That chaos there, but you're talking about the previous year, yeah, the where everyone year. was dying. They're like, "Oh, we don't know what the fuck we're doing." Yeah, I mean that would be pretty chaotic. But come spring, you know, they were able to meet um, the local tribes. One of them being the local uh, tribes, like ah, uh, <laughs> compared to the still here. I know I am just uh, filled with a plethora of uh, vocabulary today. Plethora, <laughs> plethora. Uh, there's yes. a movie who doesn't get quoted enough. Plethora? No, the movie's not named Plethora. It's The Three Amigos. Oh. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? That's a famous <laughs> scene in the movie where he goes, that's a plethora. And he's like, I, I, it's, the, it's the same thing in Princess Bride where he's like, I don't think you're using that word the way it's it meant means, to be. Yeah. It means? <laughs> or the right way, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Have you seen that movie? Which one? Oh, Jesus Christ. The Three Amigos. It's been a while, but yes. Okay, all right. And I want to watch it again now, kind of. <laughs> now, kind of? So either you do or you don't. I do. Okay. So don't say kind of, because kind of is like a barely, uh, I might kind of. It's it's a cat deciding to do something. 
Are you a cat deciding to do something? Sometimes. Moving on. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, in 1921. Jesus Christ. 19. We what went from 16, 16, from the 1620s? Sorry, I was no. thinking about the like the Thanksgiving parade, which is in 1924. Uh, I don't know what my brain thought. Um, so yeah, in uh, 1621, apologies, I can, I can, I know dates, I know English. <laughs> uh, it's considered the first Thanksgiving, but some historians have been like, nah, there was one in 1565. They're like, well, what about Florida, Augustine, 19, or 1619? Like well, uh, so does it are... really matter? I guess if the if I guess it only matters to those places that are trying to stake claim to it, because then they can do the touristy. We had the first Thanksgiving. True. I guess, but so, if, nowadays yeah. nobody would nobody cares. So for but... who where the first one took place? True. I mean, yeah, that was the big. You know, would like... it would impact your life if you found out the first Thanksgiving was in Florida? Not so much. No, it would not. It well, hit. then there would be a, now you could actually go, hey, so Thanksgiving happened with Florida Man. Fantastic. That first Thanksgiving, <laughs> I mean, go Florida, I guess. <laughs> you, you got the first Thanksgiving. <laughs> or Massachusetts, really don't or want people in New England going, but we have the we have the rock, which Plymouth Rock is not big at all. It's a Fucking stone. I know. Considering how like everybody talks about it, I would think like it was this huge rock that you can climb and stand on. Nope. It's this tiny little thing. Surrounded by a nice little rope. Actually now I think it's got like a little gazebo around it. <laughs> oh, oh well, yeah. Protected from the elements and stuff. I did see this is just way off uh off in the left field, but I was thinking of as you were describing Plymouth Rock, as I've seen it as well. If somebody went to try to paint it, that actually happened over in China, over in an Asian country, where uh, these elders, so people in their 70s and their 80s, went up to this little temple for Buddha, and are you eating? No. Oh, it sounds like you're eating. Uh, went up to this temple for Buddha which was very well worn, as in it was, you could tell their statues, but mm, can't really tell who they are. And they painted them. No. In, in honor of their blessings. They did it for just, hey, we want to beautify you. I don't know. But <laughs> it's, for, it's one thing, because all the time we hear about this vandalism and this defacing of stuff from young kids, stupid kids. So it's difficult to <laughs> to sit there and go, oh, you're 70 and 80, and you did this as a sign of respect instead <laughs> instead of uh, trying to get clicks or views. So they'll be able to fix it. We can. That, that's a beautiful thing that we don't get reminded of is for all the disastrous stuff humans can do with enough time and patience and focus, we can correct that. There's been multiple examples of mines that have been repurposed as uh, back to the nature preserve that it was prior to. Oh, yeah. So it's, but again, it's one of those things that doesn't get mentioned enough because why? The news is a fucking business. And that's why I did start, that's why I started with the, the TLDRD news 
just so that you guys can go, hey, I can get my little spiel of what's going on without having to be inundated with, is this news or is this opinion? What the fuck is going on? Well, oftentimes now news is basically written like a story, like someone fell down the stairs and broke their toes. They're like, it started when they woke up that day. They did not know what was to behold them. And you're like, what does they that thought have the to day do? was going to go well. <laughs> they didn't have a wedgie when they woke up, and their breath was wasn't smelling bad at all. And they noticed they looked a little bit skinnier till they, you know, yeah. rounded the corner too fast, trying to look at themselves, and then bam! And what was going through their mind and while they rolled down the stairs, it's like, nobody cares! Like, they fell down the stairs because the first step was loose and it came undone, and now they rolled down the stairs. And luckily, the only thing they broke was their dough. Like, so simple, and... Yet they make it into this big. They got to fill time. Yeah, because there's so much. There's only so many times you can keep talking about the same thing. Now, (laughs) if I wanted creative writing, I would have taken a class. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, so okay. Let me let me see if I can recall what you've stated. So back in the 1620s. Yes. 1620s, pilgrims show up. They go. We don't know how to do shit in that first winter. it proved it. Yes. Then the second time, or this, when it started to get colder, the Indians, the local Indians came in and were like, or Native Americans, apologies, uh, came in and it's like, hey, we can help you out. And so they helped the, them out, and it, it lasted for a few days, right? Uh, for for a few months. I mean, the, the Aben, Abenaki tribe, I'm probably pronouncing this, so I apologize. Uh, the... Um, Wait, the feast lasted a few months? No, oh, the feast lasted three days. I okay, believe. all right, that's what I was going with. Sorry, I, was like, I thought you meant the 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 the, the um the prep. The the well, of course, the prep. You know, because they have to grow crops and stuff. Um, the uh, I wonder if they section things off. Like this is going to be for the feast, and this is for us. So, hmm. I wonder. I mean, there has to definitely has to be prep in how you basically put things away for the for and how long they store and what you're able to use for certain things and definitely i'm sure there had to be a lot of coordination around for that three-day feast i mean really okay so there's that and then in the 1920s what happened uh Oh, in 1924 was the Macy's Thanksgiving Parade. Oh, great. So, but yeah, but oh, so that, that's when that's when it came, became commercialized. That's gotcha. That's when it started becoming commercialized, yeah. Mm. But actually, before that... Uh, the Roaring Twenties. Okay. It wasn't... Right, the Dwarian 20s. Actually, uh, George Washington, after the Battle of um, Saratoga, yeah, the Battle of Saratoga, wanted to do a, do the Thanksgiving, and Thomas Jefferson was opposed to it because he's like, there should be a separation between church and state, which... What? How is that? How... I'm, you know... Where's where's the connection there? Um, A lot of... It has become very centralized in... in in religion, I guess. What? What when part? It's not meant to be. Exactly. That that's actually like the best question ever. Is a lot of. People. Hey, all right. Thank you. Hey, <laughs> nobody so, else can ask questions that matches up to that. So yeah. I have had the best ever. So yeah. But officially, it became a uh, holiday in uh, eighteen sixty three. Here's the kicker, though. It did not become a fixed holiday. 
until, uh, when was it? Uh, like fixed like, holiday. You're talking like to like when it happens on the Thursday? Yeah. So it was a floating holiday? It was, they, they I think it was like later in the holiday, like closer to December or in December, but they wanted to extend that holiday. And so they decided to make it the fourth, fourth Thursday of November. So you mean to tell me that they've been trying to plan? Oh wait, wait, wait. Okay, never mind. So okay, so they tried. They extended it out to what? <clears throat> have more shopping done? Basically. Okay. So then, so then, what we're seeing now with all the Christmas shit going up in November is really them just. This is nothing new to them. It's just new to us because we. We're used to seeing, we weren't used to seeing the Christmas stuff go up until December, till, or, or I should say, I guess, yeah, it did seem, it did go up during the the Black Fridays and, and then. Interestingly enough, Black Friday actually meant something bad. Um, for oh, well, for like while. there was Black Monday back oh, yeah. in the 20s. Yeah. Uh, well, so, well, what else happened with the Black Friday? So, uh, well, Friday the thirteenth, but that's not Black Friday. Friday no, it? that's not Black Friday. Yeah. That's that's a whole different thing. Uh, yeah, it's a movie franchise. Yeah, it was originally. Um, Did you ever see those? <laughs> yes, yes, I have. <laughs> I love them old scary movies. If you watch them right. now, they're so cheesy. It's funny. What about okay, Freddy or Jason? Freddy. Why? Um. Uh, just. Something about that that dream that you can't wake up and everything's like insane is very like creepifying for me. I also go with Freddy, but for a different reason. Oh yeah, what's that? Comedy. Comedy. <laughs> it Comedy. is now. No, well, Which, I mean, it was then too. Like he was. Oh, that's true. The so I was I I was born, but I couldn't watch those yet when the first ones came out in the eighties. So. I had to go back and watch those, and yes, those were not comedic. Um, but he did get funnier. Yeah. And that's what drew. If you're if you're a funny villain, as in truly funny, not a low hanging fruit type of, or even the humor that passes for now, I just go. I would be the guy that the comic would lose sleep over because I'm not going to laugh at something if it isn't funny. And they'll if comics. <laughs> com, well, no, they do. They do. They're, they're, it's a bunch of trained seals that are in the fucking audiences, where they're just like anything they say is funny. Ha ha ha! And I'm going. That's that's not. That passes for humor. There's no it's, thought into that. It, now, it, some people find things funny that are different from what I would find funny. But there's also those people that go so charged and ready to just have fun that anything would be funny. Oh. So. Um, but yeah, I there mean, are some people that will just laugh because uh, they don't want to well, like, seem like they don't I'll, understand. Oh, there's that too. Anywho, I know. Okay, so, so that's not what Black Friday means. Though. It's yeah, not Friday what, the thirteenth. Yeah, what, what does Black Friday mean? <laughs> um, it actually refers to the uh, gold market crash. Gold market? Um, yeah, it was basically two uh, finance or some financiers. Um, Bank guys. Yeah, of course. Fucking hell. <laughs> uh, Jim Fisk and Jay Gold, ironically, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
that caused it in uh, uh, 1864 in September. Oh, Jesus. Um, they were trying to corner the, the, the gold market, basically, and it led to financial chaos. Um, and so that had nothing to do with Thanksgiving. Um, but as uh, it related to Black Friday, that started in 1950s. Uh, no, that was actually the... Oh my gosh, the the shoplifting and break-ins and all that stuff that happened in Philadelphia. Um, it was Who, in, what was that town? In Philadelphia. Okay. <laughs> so police had dubbed it Black Fridays because that's. Uh, so they're doing exactly what they're doing in San Francisco back in the seventies. Basically, yeah. And, and so the, the 60, cops yeah, said, or fifties and sixties. Oh, fifties okay. and sixties. So it was. It got so bad that because uh, people would just go into the cities and start. Um, or I would say Philadelphia, but uh, uh, it wasn't widely known. It wasn't until the late 80s when real retailers started spinning that into something that profitable, like, and it became adopted nationwide. That's when, okay, so the yeah. 80s is the when... 80s. Black Friday. When, when they started commercializing it. Exactly. So previous to that, though, when it came to shopping... It seemed to be like local, yeah, <laughs> yeah. To where the cops were like, "Hey, it's going to be Black Friday because now after everybody, and it's probably was discussions that around the dinner table or whatnot, going, you ain't got shit, you don't have this shit. Look at the shit that he has, and okay, well, I guess I'm going to go get that shit. You're not getting things done, yeah, probably <laughs> some family reunions, you know. <laughs> Always good motivators, those family members. So yeah, um, but yeah, the the. I mean, like I said, the Macy's Parade started in 1924 and continued and has continued. And that's basically the start of all of the holiday shopping and stuff. Cause, and it's expanded so much now. You have the Saturday and Sunday and then Cyber Mondays. And some of them, like, even go into, like, Well, they don't even do Black Friday. They do, like, a Black Week. Or they don't do it as what they used to. Oh, yeah. Where it's, like, we're not going to give you these prices until... 12 midnight of Black Friday. And, and then, that caused so much chaos. Oh, <laughs> my God. Videos of, like, people throwing people around, punching each other. Just grabbing everything, and, and you're sitting there going, we just had a holiday. About being thankful for your, the people around you, and now you're just <laughs> punching the people around you. <laughs> yeah, right. It was nuts. I've done a one that I can recall, one Black Friday. Oh, yeah. I worked for a sports store. And oh, you were the you were the employee. Yeah, 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 yeah. I never, okay. I've never gone to shop on those. Though I did as a so my experience with that was because I was in the bike section. I was pretty much left alone because bikes were they're they're difficult to hide. Yeah. So if even if you got a good deal or whatnot, I was not. I was not hit as hard as other departments were. Now, yeah. I have had one experience of running in a store to get something. This is when I was my first attempt at college. I was with a roommate who wanted to get the PS3 that was going to come out. And he was a bigger dude, bigger dude than me, but couldn't run for shit. So we're in a small town, but it has a Walmart, just like every small town does. <laughs> Walmart's everywhere. And we get there, and we're told, hey, we can get this at right when it's open, you know, very, very fucking early. So we get there, and even though it's a small town, there's about seven other people 
that are lined up ready for the doors to open. Now, you got to think, this store is not going to have a lot of inventory because it's a small town, a small college town. So we're all looking at each other like, oh, hell no. Oh, I'm getting that. I'm getting that, motherfucker. your marks. Pretty much. Pretty much. And so as soon as they opened those doors, it, was, it, was a, it wasn't a given that everyone would take off, but it was one of those, one person did it, okay, now we're all doing it. So one person started to book, and I was like, I'm hauling ass. Now, I, I just want to get the thing for the dude. I was like, I'll just tag along. I'm not buying the damn thing. I just wanted to tag along as, <laughs> as for the experience. There's a running theme here, people. And so I was just booking it. And I got to the, I knew exactly where the electronic section was, I, which I think was, some, was the detriment to some other guys. And I get there, and this lady, just this middle-aged lady who's just like, I'm just trying to make ends meet type of thing. And she turns around holding it and sees me barreling up. And she's like, ah! And I slow down. And then I graciously hold out my arms as to receive this gift. And was in my hands were saying, please, bestow this upon me. <laughs> and so she just gave it right into me. It was like, oh, I got it. So then went, uh, paid for it, went back to the, uh, the, the house we were in. And uh, he was a big Tekken guy. So he played Tekken and I watched. So I've had a experience of what it was like, but nothing to the to the effect of where people would be literally tr- just it was it was like a soccer oh, match in Argentina I where they're I totally oh tell, do my, tell my first and only Black Friday was uh, my friend that talked me into it because I I like sleeping in I can't sleep so sleeping in is my my thing uh, so she's like no we have to go. And the funny thing is, she had just been in an accident earlier that year, uh, so she was in an oxygen tank. And so she had a lot of, uh, so I was like, okay, let's Wait go. a minute, wait, what? The person with the oxygen tank is going, let's go to Black Friday? Yes. What does she think? She gets preferential treatment because she would have an oxygen it. tank? She, her, I, she had enough bump on the head that I can chalk it up to that. <laughs> Like, she's literally dragging around an oxygen tank. She's literally dragging around an oxygen tank. Oh, my God. So, we drive her, and I was like, you know what? I'll just get a few things, because I had just moved out, so I needed just some household items, which is And Black Friday is the perfect day to pick those things up. Exactly. Especially when you you are poor, (laughs) like I was at the time. All right. Now, Uh, I I can see that connection. Yeah. So, so, uh, I was like, okay, let's go. Um, Because she's like, you need this, this, and so she made me a list. Um... We only got, like, one thing on the list, which is a blanket. <laughs> Damn. But, yeah, so we get there, and, the, and we got there at 4 in the morning. Like, that's how early we got, and the line was already down into the parking lot and, like, snaking around. So we get there. We When they open the door, like, people are shoving past us, and I'm, like, sitting there trying to hold her up because this lady cannot... She's so thin and frail at that time, and so... And it was her idea. And it was her idea. Like, it didn't click to her, like, how chaotic this was. Um, So, at one point, we're... I don't... She tries to grab a shopping cart, which you cannot move around if you have a shopping cart. You're just stuck in one Well, maybe she was trying to do it for stability. I have no clue. Okay. Or to put the oxygen tank in. So, yeah. So, uh... We go into the uh, household appliance because she decided that I needed a blender desperately. 
<laughs> you um, needed something. So, yeah, I, it was, I mean, I did need a blender, but it wasn't as... But why desperately? What I, were you blending? Nothing. I mean, I, at the time, I was doing shakes in the morning because they were just faster. Ah. So, in my Faster mind, than uh, breakfast? Fast, it was faster than breakfast. So, in a uh, uh, few weeks before, one of my friends had knocked over my blender and broke the, the glass container. Bastard. Uh, yeah, so she decided that she needed to replace it, or I needed to replace it, I should say. So we get there, um, I turn around to grab the blender, and I turn around, and she's being carried away by the crowds. What? Like crowd surf? <laughs> like, not crowd surfing, but like... Oh, being pushed, yeah, like in a like mosh pit. Pushed. exactly. Like, oh, she's just fuck. Like, it's like a river, and she cannot swim her way out, like, so... Oh, no. And she's like... Hugging her oxygen tank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and she's, and so, of course, like, I just immediately throw the blender at the next lady trying to get to it, and I just start elbowing people out of the way. And so, yeah, we were there with my other friend who is just right across getting a hand mixer for his mom. And I'm like, okay, hey. wait, with this other friend, sorry to cut you off. Yeah. The other friend didn't mention anything at all about, hey, you have an oxygen tank. Maybe being in a crowd ain't the the you best for you. We were teenagers and we weren't exactly that bright at the time. Eh, okay. And I had never been to one, so I didn't know how chaotic they were. <laughs> gotcha. So, and I oh, know. this was the time before everyone had accessibility to videos exactly. to know how crazy it can get. Yep. Understood. So you tell so, your other friend. So I'm just like, hey, hey, and I'm pointing at her. And so we both just start elbowing people out of the way. And I get to her and I envelop her in this hug. And he just starts basically like footballing people out of the way. And I'm following him with her and all I just. So like the scene off of Die Hard, is it with a vengeance? But anyway, it's where he they call in the ambulance and they follow him behind the ambulance in New York. I think that's it. Something like that. It was just the, the most insane. So we end up like. Okay, so where'd the blanket? Where'd the blanket come from? So we ended up in the auto section after like everything. Was that even crowded? Not as much. Not as much. I wouldn't think so. There were still people there, but not as much. Um, We ended up just going around, and um, we got to a section where in the cab feed section actually, um, which was pretty crowded. But that's where I got a blanket because it was just there, and I was like, you know what? I need this blanket. It looks fuzzy. It looks cool. (laughs) I like it. Let's go. And then, so we went up, and then, so we had to stand in line and wait. And after a while, I just gave my keys and said, hey, take her to my car and just sit there. I'll be there. And, like, half an hour later, I came out with a blanket. Jesus. And you haven't done one since? No. Oh, who, who, I have not. who could have thought? Now, has she done one since? I don't. I think she did one a few years later after she was no longer on oxygen. Wow, that's. <laughs> so, what I've learned is that. We don't know when the first Thanksgiving was, but it was after a bunch of white people died. <laughs> then, uh, and then the natives, the natives who were around said, hey, we can help you out with this. And boy, did we repay the favor. Then it started to get commercialized back in the 20s mm-hmm. with the Macy's Day Parade. But Black Friday in and of itself didn't come to be until the 80s because prior to that, As we know, yeah. it was pretty much a, hey, everybody, this one we're going to go shoplift. And that's what the cub, that's what the Cubs, yes. That's what we, <laughs> maybe, would cops be cuter if we call them Cubs? 
<laughs> oh, the cubs are pulling me over. Hey, cubby. <laughs> Don't pull me over. Uh, yeah. Uh, so then the cops just dubbed it that because of the rampant crime that would occur on that day. And ever since then, Christmas has slowly been creeping in. We're uh, maybe that's it. Maybe it's a it's because rich people are so disassociated and and not attached to real life anymore that there was a bet made of like I bet you can't l- realistically get Christmas to be in July and they're just slowly moving the line <laughs> moving up to Day at a time. yeah just oh yeah yeah Christmas stuff is now is going to we're going to see it in September and then oh in August and hey. I was very disappointed to see it in Halloween I was like why is Christmas stuff out in end of August and there wasn't much it makes sense if it was Nightmare Before Christmas. That would make more sense yeah. as a bigger thing, which I've seen more of a commercialization of that. Yeah. But there wasn't there wasn't more of a attention to it. Though I will say, I I learned just going back to Halloween and stuff. The oh Jesus Christ! I can recognize the store, but I can't think of the what's the name of the store. The Halloween store. Oh, the Spirit of Halloween. Thank you, Spirit Hall- Halloween. It's Spirit Halloween, right? Yeah. That Spirit. They've uh, from a couple of uh, buddies of mine that do have kids. They, I was impressed because um, I didn't realize that you could go trick or treating with your kids and you could drink. <laughs> I learned this a few years ago. A buddy of mine was like, "Hey, let's you want to go trick or treating with my kids?" I'm like, "Ah, dude, I think I'm a bit older than, a bit older than that." He's like, "Nah, here, let me tell you what we do." And he was all, "We just walk with them, and we have a couple of brewskis." I was like, "Wait, what? Seriously?" And there's, and it's not frowned upon. He's like, "It happens everywhere. Hell, there's some places that offer you." I was like, "Wait a minute, wait a yep. minute, wait a minute." There are. Adults handing out candy and handing out shots. He's like, yeah, basically. It was like, fuck, yeah. So yeah. I've been a, going ever since then. Yeah. There's an old couple in our neighborhood that every year they do the spiced uh, spice cider. <laughs> and you will walk up there. They'll give your kids candy and they'll give you a cup. <laughs> That's just awesome. So where was, oh, no, no. I've been doing so good in the show and reverting back to what my point was. Uh, night before Christmas. Oh, that's what it was. Um, for this year, I was really surprised with the quality that Spirit of Halloween had for its props. Because usually it's just hollow plastic. Yeah. But this year, so what? So did your kids experience that same thing? Yeah. Love how we're talking about things Halloween now instead yeah, of Thanksgiving. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why it's so easy to take over. Because it's like Thanksgiving. It's over. We're done. <laughs> You you gather around. Maybe I guess if it was more, you looked forward to seeing your family members. It would be more of a that type of holiday. But it's funny because Christmas is that you that getting together with your family as well. But it's right, right. It's different somehow. It yeah. is. It's a different feeling, and yeah. you still have the same. I would argue the same amount of food. Yeah. You're like, didn't I just see you last month and now and we like we're trying to punch each other over the chair over the table and now we're just over here politics swinging, and now we're swinging. giving each other good presents to You're each other. Christmas carols. Yeah. 
which you would think that would be a big thing for separation of church and state. Yeah. The Christmas songs, all of them talking about God and glory and Jesus and all that stuff being played everywhere, and everyone's like, we're cool with this. But technically, if you want to be a Supreme Court, you technically said abortion couldn't be nationwide because of this technical thing. So wouldn't playing religious songs in other government buildings be crossing the line? Now, granted, we're not saying play Mariah Carey all the time, but <laughs> that just opens up more opportunities for other Christmas songs. It's just, it's it's irritating and just, it, it hurts my as head. As long as they don't ban other holiday songs that aren't specific to Christmas, they're fine. Well, I was getting to a point. Sorry. And I don't think I don't think it has to do with banning at all. It's just the there's no consistency. It's just more of yeah. a it it brings me back to my point of thinking of like what's the point of all of this? Because previously, when you look back, there was there was a point to not only the the decades, but also the advancement of society, of of an ideal. And then it just seemed to just stop ever since the iPad came out. There just doesn't seem there there doesn't seem to be anybody who wants to actually make a change. They'll rather do a change behind a keyboard than they will doing marches and being out there. Now you could say that Black Lives Matter is trying to do that or they attempted to do that, but there's been a lot of people who've come out against them going, this is who they really are. So it's kind of one of those, I don't know. I don't know if that should be um, our next topic to learn about Black Lives Matter or if that's something we leave for February. Bad joke. Bad joke. I know it's a bad joke. Or not. That might actually be a, a an appropriate topic. What I'm saying is, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what we're here to learn it's yeah pretty much that's it that just trying to find i guess yeah that's that's the point i want to leave off with is just like i did at that friendsgiving just take control of what you can without in invading somebody else's space and respecting their space but enjoying what you can do and what you can have control over. I can go up to anybody and just, hey, let's talk. Let's have a good time. And I found more often than not, people enjoy me taking over the conversation because they don't have to talk that much. They're fine with that. Uh, it, it, it's also you alleviate the whole, I don't know who to talk to, so you come up and introduce yourself. It alleviates that pressure right. that they have to. Right. But I can also, if I want to decide to, hey, you know what? I'm going to go out and do this today. I'm going to go, you know what? Let's go to these shops that I've never been in to check them out. Or I'm going to actually order this from now on. No, not from now on. Let me just order this to try it. Or other things that just break up the monotony of the day. And we'll get into more and more of that in future shows because it's coming to be about that time. And I need to talk to you all about... Mr. William Kyle Carpenter, and I will do so here in just a moment, but first I have to say thank you, 
kindly as always, Sage, for joining us here on the Disorderly Show. I am Face for Radio. Appreciate you, everybody. And let's get into, let's get into, that's a terrible segue. Let's start talking about the Medal of Honor recipient, William Kyle Carter. And before I get into all of that, I do want to mention where I am pulling all this pertinent information from. And that would be the Congressional Medal of Honor Society website. So you can go there, you can follow along, you can read up on other Medal of Honor recipients. Corporal Carpenter. He was a Lance Corporal on November 21st, 2010, when the Medal of Honor action date occurred. Served in the Marine Corps, and he was serving in Afghanistan at the time of the Medal of Honor action. The following is the citation for Corporal Carpenter. For conspicuous gallantry and intrepidity at the risk of his life above and beyond the call of duty while serving as an automatic rifleman with Company F, 2D Battalion, 9th Marines, Regimental Combat Team 1, 1st Marine Division Forward, 1 Marine Expeditionary Force Forward, and Hellman Province, Afghanistan, in support of Operation Enduring Freedom on 21 November 2010. Lance Corporal Carpenter was a member of a platoon-sized coalition force comprised of two reinforced Marine squads partnered with an Afghan National Army squad. The platoon had established patrol base Dakota two days earlier in a small village in the Marja district in order to disrupt enemy activity and provide security for the local Afghan population. Lance Corporal Carpenter and his fellow Marine were manning a rooftop security position on the perimeter of patrol base Dakota when the enemy initiated a daylight attack with hand grenades, one of which landed inside their sandbagged position. Without hesitation, and with complete disregard for his own safety, Lance Corporal Carpenter moved toward the grenade in an attempt to shield his fellow Marine from the deadly blast. When the grenade detonated, his body absorbed the brunt of the blast, severely wounding him, but saving the life of his fellow Marine. By his undaunted courage, bold fighting spirit, and unwavering devotion to duty in the face of almost certain death, Lance Corporal Carpenter reflected great credit upon himself and upheld the highest traditions of the Marine Corps and the United States Naval Service. For Corporal Carpenter, here at the Disorderly Show, we thank you for reminding us what selflessness looks like. It's easy to say. Shit is easy to say. As in, I'm going to have the biggest podcast tomorrow. Most downloads ever in history. See, that was real easy to say. Is it going to happen? <laughs> no. Why? Because you guys ain't doing your job. No, I'm, I'm totally kidding. Totally kidding. So appreciate your support with the show. Uh, but it's real easy to say is what I'm getting at. E- things are really easy to say. Much harder to see the action, to see the complete, see the work done basically. And so that's why I always go off of what, let me, okay, you're going to say that. Let me see the action. Are you going to follow up on that? Is that something you're going to do? Cause when you see somebody do what they say they're going to do, yeah, well, the next time they say they're going to do something, you pretty much believe that they're going to do it. And when it comes to protecting your fellow soldiers, at some point, I, I don't know when it is, if it's in basic training or if it's when you get in with your unit, but there's a switch that goes on like, even if I don't like you, I'm going to protect you. I'm going to get you back home to your family. And it's just, it's one of those, and maybe it only is in in jobs where there is selflessness to where you're working to better somebody else and not yourself. You don't worry about yourself. You worried about the person next to you. 
Maybe it's in those things. Maybe that's a discussion we could talk later at some point, because who knows when and what I'm going to decide to talk about or be taught, because I'm dumb in the sense of just not having a lot to know, which is dumb. And what a great way to end the show with uh, self-admitted dumbness. Appreciate y'all's help. Help. I need somebody. If I Now I'm just going to break out Beatles on Appreciate all your support with the Disorderly Show. Keep it rolling, because we certainly are, because what the hell am I going to do over the weekend? Be somebody? 